Welcome, Sports Block Podcast here. We promised uh, one to, to do one right after the national championship game. It's one fifty-three in the it, morning it on is. Tuesday. It yeah. is. It is. Nathan Zach in here. Travis Grins with me as well. Um, uh, you, you, of course, will be listening to this podcast later on in the week. But uh, Travis, we just got back from Minneapolis, the national uh, championship game Monday night, and. Uh, Virginia won. Uh, yeah, much to your chagrin. Virginia won. Good for them. Um, it, damn good game. Overtime. Uh, 85-77? 85-77. Uh, most points scored in... Uh, 19 years? Yeah, since... what? Did they say it was Duke and Maryland? It was two thousand. In the last overtime game. Um, that was Memphis-Kansas. was Memphis-Kansas, yep. And that was the game that... Uh, Derek Rose and company famously missed a bunch of free throws because John Calipari can't do anything. 2000, 89-76. Michigan State was the Florida. last, the, the highest scoring game, which is something that we did not expect. Uh, we we kind of kidded that, oh, it'll be 85-80, and mm-hmm. everybody's saying, oh, first one to 50 wins. And yep. It started out that way because the first media timeout was 3-2, to two, and Texas Tech made what one shot in the first nine minutes, mm-hmm. and then they hit a shot, and they hit another shot, and they had a third shot, and they scored about nine points in about a minute. So it came in bunches. I think five of their first six field goals made were threes. threes. I mean, and it—you're right. It was three to two, and then they didn't. They didn't. They had one made field goal the first nine plus minutes of the of the game, they had a and then two free minute, throws that kept a minute. Yep, and then two minutes later, four four three pointers, and they have a How lead. How many points are scored? Eighty-five to seventy-seven. So fifty. There's one hundred and sixty-two. 162. Yep. Um, did I say 85-77? Yeah. Yeah, 162. Um, and it's yeah. it. I don't know. It's something about. Virginia having 10-point leads that they just cannot seem to get the hang of. It was 17-7, and then here comes Texas Tech roaring back, and they really fed off the crowd because the crowd was very pro-Texas uh, Tech. There were there was a good number of Virginia fans in attendance, but... Uh, you, you have a newfound respect, you said, of Texas Tech fans. I do. I think just overall they've carried themselves with a decent amount of class this uh Raider power is a, a, a tad annoying, but I mean, just the general excitement that they had and how many fans that they brought uh, to, or how many came up to Minneapolis for the and they were game loud. I don't know because well, they were behind, but anytime Virginia would make a basket, people would clap or a big basket. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Texas Tech made a basket. It was definitely a lot more people. I don't know if they were louder. I think the general public. I think wanted Texas Tech more than Virginia. Because one three seed if they thought Texas Tech was the underdog. Well, the guy that had the hundred the fifteen thousand or fifteen hundred dollar yeah. uh parlay better you know No just the bet on just, just the bet the, at the beginning of the season. 200 yeah, two hundred to one would have won three hundred thousand and he uh, that's gotta be the sickest man in America right now. Yeah. Yes. Bless his heart. Besides, yeah. besides yeah. Vern Lundquist, the famous Vern Lundquist line there. Um yeah, that was that's bad. But this game, Virginia got going early. Chris Beard called a timeout. Texas Tech it took a little bit to settle down, but once they made that first three pointer go in, they kept making it over and over and over again. But it was interesting throughout the first half 
uh, Texas Tech eventually got the lead, but Virginia did a very nice job settling down and eventually taking a three-point lead at half. Texas Tech would make a run, but they could never take that lead or even get, you know, within one or two in the second half Mm -hmm. until they did with, what, about two minutes to go, they took a lead. Well, Virginia made that run at the end of the first half. three. And what was very telling to me throughout the, the game, especially in the first half, was that Virginia did anything they could to stop Matt Mooney. They said, you're going to, you can have Tariq Owens beat us. You can have uh, Jarrett Culver beat us. But we are not going to have Matt Mooney be the difference maker. And it was true. He had five points in regulation. He had five in overtime. And ultimately, I am glad that Virginia won. For for a few reasons, of course, the storyline, as I mentioned in the in our first podcast that we did after the the semifinals, but also the Texas Tech had such balanced scoring in in the championship game that you know Culver had some uh, who was one of their they had several other key guys that that made threes and fifteen twenty points each mm-hmm. and. You know, here's Mooney with five. Well, he's the reason that they were in the national championship game to begin with. Culver didn't have a great... Um, he had 10 points in that first for, game. Yeah. So he didn't do much in the first game. So I didn't... Th- it would have been very tough, I think, to give a most outstanding player award to anyone to on Texas Tech. Culver because he was their best player all year. Yep. And he had a good game. And he was the only guy to score double figures... Besides Mooney in the first game. Kyle Guy was the best Players. player, though, throughout the semifinals out of any of the teams. So it would be weird to give the most outstanding player award to yeah. the guy on the losing team. Hunter was the difference. So he had, like, a, the best yes. game he's ever had. Yes, career, career. career high, 27 points. Nine rebounds. Huge threes. Uh, he had a couple of threes early in the second half that kind of pushed the Virginia lead. Hit the one late to tie the game up. Chris Beard said, don't give up any threes. The, the, the Sam Cassell... Gutsy shot. Have you seen the same Gasell where he does this? Uh, yeah, I think uh, you know, moving the hands and stuff like that. Yeah. Lower regions of the body. Yeah, yes, yeah, like he's got it's one some, of those type shots. He's got some cojones. So that was him. one of those shots. Yes, where you go like that. Because Texas Tech head coach Chris Beard said, told his team apparently, do not give up the three. You can give up the two. Well, the defense collapsed. It was it was it Clark that was driving in, or was it? Uh, or maybe it was Ty Jerome, and he. Feeds it to uh, Hunter, wide open in the corner, bears the three. I think that tied the game up at 68, if I recall correctly. Yeah, no overtime. Yeah. And then at the end, crazy sequence, uh, rather, because that was with 12 seconds left. What, what, then, what I thought, there was 42 seconds left. Mm-hmm. Texas Tech had the ball tied. Mm-hmm. And I thought, okay, run it down, you know, you get the you know, shoot with 10 seconds. They went pretty early, and they, mm-hmm. you know, wasted 10 seconds and, and made a layup. Mm-hmm. Uh, went to go up one or whatever it was, or tie well, it that, or whatever. It was tied at 68, and they had the chance it, yeah. to win. And they shot the three ball, eight, and then DeAndre Hunter gets the rebound. Mm-hmm. And he, it looked to me like he thought he had either called timeout, or Kyle Guy's looking at the rep and saying, Or he thought timeout, the game timeout. was, you know, game... Their game was dead. Because there's three seconds left at this point. So DeAndre Hunter appears to throw the ball towards Guy. Well, Guy's not looking. He's looking for the timeout. And it goes out of bounds. So the guy who was the, the hero for Virginia to keep him uh, 
perhaps forcing overtime would have been the goal. Unless, unless we missed something. I don't know. That's what I thought happened. What you were, what I, I, I think he thought that Kyle Guy was granted the timeout or that Tony Bennett would, but I believe the, the rule is that the player with the ball, possessing the ball, has to be the one to call a timeout. Now, if the coach says, hey, I want a timeout, you'll run over and, and signal, hey, timeout. But their bench was on the other end. Right. So, and before that, there were 35.1 seconds. Mm-hmm. Virginia could have held for the last shot, mm-hmm. but they didn't. Right. They went pretty quick and, and gave right. it back. So, so it, crazy sequence there. Uh, the shot, I believe Culver had the last shot, and he was blocked. Mooney was the guy inbounding it. Uh, which does, and, and you know, just to go back to Matt Mooney for a second, I'm not going to try and pile on the former USD. He couldn't uh, get a shot of, off. He, he could not get a shot off. I don't know if he couldn't get a shot off. It, it, yes, he couldn't get the shot off, but there were multiple times where he could have or he perhaps could have drawn uh, contact, you know, gotten a foul call to get to the free throw line, and he didn't. I don't know if that was, you know, if he just didn't have the confidence that he had Saturday Or maybe that's night. just normal and what he did on Saturday right. was a bit uh, a bit over. Obscured, yeah. yeah. Uh, against, the, against the grain or against the norm. So, uh, game goes to overtime. Virginia gets the first. They get some free throws. Texas Tech answers with a three-pointer. Um, and then and finally then, Virginia. And then they got four. another layup. I think it was 73-70. Virginia ended up taking the lead at 75-73, and they wouldn't look back. And they were clutch from the foul line, 12 for 12 in overtime. Uh, so ultimately, Texas Tech. And then what really sealed the deal, I think it was like 42 seconds left or whatever. Virginia's up by four, 77-73. And Mooney, who had hit the first five in overtime, he did a very nice three-pointer. Um but he took a very ill-advised three-pointer that had no business. It was a long going shot. In. It was a tough shot. It was way off. Yeah, it was not good. And that's you know, Virginia got the rebound when you ultimately thought, eh, they're they're going to win this yeah, game. Yeah, free throws. They they hit all their free throws on Saturday. They went three and nine. They struggled early mm-hmm. on free throws, and here they hit all of them. Ty, Ty Jerome had a tremendous fadeaway shot. I believe that was Ty Jerome. The thing about it is, even though it sucked for the first ten minutes, like the defense was good to mm-hmm. where and there were there were uh, a few shots, a, a dunk, a layup, shots that mm-hmm. were wide open that they didn't make. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the defense was very good, mm-hmm. um, so it was even though they didn't score, it was still fine to watch. Yep, because uh, they were playing so well defensively. Yep, and. We we had said we expected fifty you know, like fifty to forty nine type game sixty five sixty yeah that's what you, that's you, that was your score throughout the tournament uh, the over under was one nineteen like that's a, that's like the safest bet known to mankind take the under there's no way they score more points than the women's game and how about this the women's national know. championship game uh, one more the, point one more point that one didn't go to overtime that could have uh, Baylor won that one this game goes to overtime. Uh, and ultimately, Virginia wins. They win their first ever national championship. Uh, the all Final Four team, appropriately, uh, you had Matt Mooney and Jarrett Culver from Texas Tech, and Ty Jerome, uh, DeAndre Guy. Hunter, and then Kyle Guy. The for for Virginia, Kyle Guy wins Most Outstanding Player, which again, I the Mop Award yeah. needs to be presented by Libman. 
Libman. I don't know what Libman Libman and Libman Mops. Look it up. Uh, bench. Bench for Virginia. Virginia didn't have a bench. Jack Salt? Uh, no, Jack Salt sucked. He played four minutes. Yeah, he did. Um, Key. Okay, one guy, a uh, couple guys played a couple minutes. Braxton Key he played 28 minutes. And Duke guy, he played six, had six points, ten rebounds. Uh, Texas Tech, they had a couple guys off the bench. Uh, Edwards... Yes. And Francis, yeah. who played extremely well. Yeah, they hit multiple threes. Francis Those were the guys had, that I was thinking Francis of. had 17, uh, Team mm-hmm. I 17, and Edwards had 12. So it wasn't for their bench. They were lost big time. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Mooney played 41 minutes. He was 4-9. And it's so weird. I, and I, that Culver was 5-22. Hunter, uh, Hunter played defense on Culver. Mm-hmm. He was 5-22, 0-6 from 3. And I... Uh, Tony Bennett said that that's the matchup they wanted, Hunter on Culver. And that's what they got, and they won mm-hmm. that one. Well, it, it obviously worked, and yes. I think maybe Culver had a little bit of maybe some confidence issues after um, that game against Michigan State, though he did hit a big three-pointer that sealed the deal uh, in that semifinal on Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, again, I, th- I just think, again, personally – it's weird because I didn't want Virginia at all. You, you kind of hate on them for you know the the style of play that they choose. They played three great games in a row at the end: mm-hmm. Purdue, Auburn, and this one. They yep. were all very entertaining. Yep. Um, you know, so we we give them shit for for again the style, the style of play, of play and, and how boring they are, and the fact that they lost to a to a 16 seed last year. No team's ever done that. But that's why it was so intriguing to me to that this was the big storyline, story. the re, the redemption story and I, the the turnaround uh, title. I guess is what Jim Nance said. I think that's not right. I think it's the redemption story, or you know, from losing to a 16 seed as a one seed to being the number one team in the land. And that was all they were basically talking about after the game was you lost last year, you won this year. Right, and it, it and it's not even that they lost last year. It's who they lost to, how they lost. And they, they said that, you know, if they don't lose last year, maybe they don't win this year. That's very... They say I it was that's a positive that they lost. It brought them closer together. You can say that now, had they lost... That's what they said. They, they could have lost any of these last three yes, games. Yes, yes. Probably maybe, should have lost to Purdue. So maybe the, probably basket, lost to the, Auburn. the basketball gods yeah. smiled upon UMBC last year. The basketball gods smiled upon Virginia this year uh, yeah so I again I like that story and I'm not gonna they they had far more offense than any Tony Bennett team any Tony Tony Bennett Virginia team that I can recall at least within the they last 11 four or five threes, years 11 threes tonight. so uh, the only senior they lose is Jack Salt I don't know I mean DeAndre Hunter's a likely My lottery guy. pick My guy. you're yeah salt in the wound for you uh, We'll save my joke for later. Maybe, like, years later. Or maybe we'll just lock it under uh, secret. Lock it under key. One of them. Um, DeAndre Hunter is a likely lottery pick, it sounds like. Uh, so he's most likely gone. But if he were to return, Jack Salt, the only senior on the team. Kyle Guy is a junior. His fiance, I think, has something potentially back in Indiana. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if he would be a graduate transfer i think he'll stay i hope he does as well that would be reasonable you know a transfer but i think he'll stay mm-hmm. 
Um, so this Virginia team has a lot. That it, uh, Mamadou, Mamadi Diakite. Mamadi. He's a redshirt junior, so he will be back most likely. I, can't I don't see. think they'll win next year. I hope this isn't like the Florida team. Like Florida had Noah and uh, Al Horford and Corey Brewer. They're all fine mm-hmm. players. I didn't give a shit about Florida. I don't give a shit about Virginia. But I, I, I was bored with Florida because it didn't have that like one-star guy. Mm-hmm. So I, I hope Virginia doesn't win next year. But yeah, I'm gonna, they are the favorite next year. Them and Kentucky, I guess, are 7-1 to one, uh, favorites. Early odds, yep. Uh, my final four, if Carson Edwards comes back to Purdue, I know he's declared for the draft right now. I like Purdue, Michigan State, if Cassius Winston comes back. Supposedly, these great recruits that Penny Hardaway is getting in from Memphis—that'll be like mm-hmm. the freshman team that I think can can make a run. They won't win it, but I think they can make can it. I That's the dark you horse. In Clemson and Miami, no thousand to one, no a thousand to one, no, no. You wouldn't nothing. bet ten dollars on Clemson to win the national title. I don't have ten dollars right now. I spent it all $10 on, on to Final win Four merchandise. I spent it all on Final Four merchandise. You bought a lot of shirts. I did. I bought a lot you of shirts. You bought an extreme amount of shirts. Uh, I'll just. Two pullovers, three shirts. That's not bad, right? Five shirts. Five shirts. Five shirts. Sweater. Yeah. Yeah. Some lady said this. This is the one she wanted. So and it was all shirt. Yeah, it's very nice. I look forward to wearing this throughout. So congratulations. How many, how many stars would you give? Uh, five stars out of this uh, game tonight. I'd give it. I give it four and a half. Four and a quarter. I give it four and a half. Four and a half stars. Um. Good. I don't know what it could have done to top a five. A better start. Probably, yeah. And for me, Texas Tech winning. And a yep. better ending. Yep. Like a close game at the end. It wasn't missing I mean, a lot. No, no. This, this didn't miss a lot. And if we look back at the tournament as a whole, if we're talking about the best games, um, yeah. certainly uh, Purdue and Virginia, I think, is, is the top one. Purdue, Tennessee, Tennessee with the comeback, right? Yep. Yep, and Central Florida Duke. I think Central Florida Duke's probably the second game for me. Uh, The Tennessee Purdue game. I don't know if I can quite. I think it's it's up there, but it's it's because you know Tennessee was down so much and they came rallying back and forced overtime. So that's what gets it in there. All like you know Tennessee Iowa in the second round. That was a good game, but it's because Iowa came roaring back in the second half. Yeah, Auburn Kentucky is probably better. Uh, Virginia Auburn Duke Duke Michigan State I think needs to be ranked in the Duke's top five as well. Duke Virginia Tech, but like the Elite Eight on every all these games were great. Every game was good except every, except maybe the Michigan State Texas Tech, which is probably the worst of the bunch. It, it was back and forth, but the ten point game is not in. Yes, it was, it was a, twelve yeah. point. Michigan State made the run, but it was still very good. Like that, if that's the worst game, a sixty-one fifty-one game, it was not as pleasing to watch as the first game. No, 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 not know. not by any means, and that's that's with your Virginia squad in there too. Yeah. So, um, but fantastic final four. I think this was the this is the best NCAA tournament I can remember mm-hmm. in quite some time. I thought it was a better tournament going into the second weekend. I thought the first weekend had some good games, some close games, um, maybe not the upsets that people were thinking, but it was it was still fine. But then the Elite Eight, you know, the Sweet 16 Elite Eight on fantastic. And maybe this is what we got. 
from well, college basketball. Because because you had the bad bubble, mm-hmm. and, the, and didn't have any Cinderellas. Really, you had the power teams, and you had you had the yeah, you had the top three seeds all advance, and you had ones and twos and threes all over the place. So, yeah, you didn't have a Loyola Chicago play Michigan. You didn't have you know the George Masons, mm-hmm. the Butlers, whatever. You had power five schools play each other. And don't don't mistake like Oregon being a twelve no. seed as a as a Cinderella. They're not. They're not at all. Vill- Villanova, I think Villanova, North Carolina was probably better mm-hmm. a couple of years ago. Or last game, last year's game was not good. I can think of Carolina was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because um, that one, yeah, the game winning shot at the buzzer. Louisville, Michigan was decent. Would you put that v- Villanova, North Carolina game above this game? Yes. You had the game winning shot, a few more points. Yeah, I mean this. This, game, yeah, this, as far as, this would have. This is a close second, though. As far as the last ten years, it's pretty good. That Kansas Memphis game went in overtime. Mm-hmm. Uh, Duke's played some close games. Yeah, this is. Yeah, this was a good. This was an exceptionally good game. I mean, it was good when they were going back and forth threes, mm-hmm. and they would answer, and they'd go back and forth. You got to see some offense. Yeah, it was. Yeah. So congratulations to Virginia. Um, sorry to the Red Raider fans, Raider Power, uh, but uh, pers- United Pursuit ultimately wins. Hashtag United Pursuit with Virginia. Good, good um, little thing here on ESPN. They ranked the eighty-one champions of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Virginia, come, where, where's Virginia coming? Where do you think they put them? What when you say champions? What what are you they rank meaning? The 80, like they rank the eighty one. Like teams. are you saying like the best team, yeah, the just, best yeah, like their best, best run team. in the the tournament? Like what's the they criteria? Just rank the the teams. The number one team is a, some UCLA team. Yep, uh, so probably number two is like an Indiana undefeated team. I'd say this Virginia team's got to be top fifteen, top twenty. Thirty fourth. Thirty fourth. Okay, well never mind then. Uh, shows what a Carolina what a, team in 05 that I really like. They're 35th. Well, I'm disappointed in that. So and this, I mean, this obviously goes back to the 81 years of the NCAA yeah. tournament. And so the, and the Villanova team that won last year, they're 33rd. That we would think that they were better. I mean, this this so, Virginia team had only three losses all year. So yeah. uh, congratulations to Virginia again. Um, so overall, the our final four trip is done. You know, we'd been talking about this for months. You knew about it, for, you know, before I did. A few weeks of before, course. A month. Yep. Um, so, in looking back at that, uh, you know, Sunday, we went to the the convention center to Fan Fest. That was good. And I would have liked to have more time there. The lines were very long. Uh, a lot of like basketball type things. We did a Game of Thrones yep. basketball deal. We uh, played some NBA Jam. That was nice. That was the only one that we didn't have a line. It's like that was very for much us. like the Final Four games, low scoring and competitive and close. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, <laughs> we did a golf simulator, but the the Fan Fest very good. I the thought highlight they, of it though was what uh, we we met Bill Raftery. Oh, Got a picture with him. That's right, this whole line. Yeah, so. They they ran through a whole bunch of people, so like Swin Cash, uh, um, Candace, uh, Parker, Candace Parker, Grand thank Hill. you. Yep, um, I think Dick Vitale. They said was Bo there. Ryan, right? Yep. Uh, so all these great college basketball analysts, coaches, former players, and you know that we see this huge line. We knew nothing about it. No, no, knew nothing about nothing it at all. Because we were going to do because. We had watched over the weekend, um, Dave Schwartz from CARE 11 was on this mechanical basketball, and you had to 
you would try and make a basket. Or, you know, like they would give you a basketball, you would try and make, you know, score as many points as you can. You had to make four of them in 30 seconds. Yep. Um, And the line for that was was very long. We would have been been there there for two hours. we, We waited 45 minutes for the Game of Thrones. We would have waited 45 minutes for that, too. It, minimum. Minimum. Um, so we didn't do that, so we moved over, and we see this, hey, Bill Raftery's on the... I'm like, are you shitting me? The, hey, they got the picture, Bill Raftery signing autographs. We're like, so that's well, sweet, yes. so we get in line. It's a long line, and the lady had said it's the Grand Hill line. I'm like, I don't think so. You you clearly are mistaken, because Bill Raftery's picture is on there. You don't work here. Oh, wait, you do. Um, but what the hell do you know? And... <laughs> Then again, people are like, oh. and then we asked her, you asked her, I think, is this like, we want to Bill, get in the line? We want Bill Raftery. And she's like, no, this is the Grand Hill line. So we're like, can we can we talk to Bill or can we get Bill Raftery signs? She said, yeah. She brought us over to a, a line. There was no one there. No, we were right the there. Yeah, we, yeah. And so we were able to get our picture taken with Bill Raftery, the guy who yells onions, onions. and lingerie on the deck. Man, man. And yeah, man, man, send it in, Jerome, uh, which was oddly appropriate with Virginia and Ty Jerome this year. So we got him. He's the guy with the white hair, of course, uh, doing the games with Jim Nance and Grant Hill. So that was very fun. It. So Fan Fest was great. Uh, would have liked to have more time. We we saw the three on three tournament, a, a couple of games on Sunday. That was better than I had any right. To yep, be. very close games. Uh, you had seniors from all of the four seniors from all thirty two conferences in the NCAA, and they you know played in pool play, and then you Dos get to the quarters. Fight. And hundred thousand dollars was up for grabs here. Is the Dos Equis three on three tournament. Uh, Old El Paso was sponsoring it, State <laughs> Farm, uh, Rocket Mortgage, Hooters girls were there. Um, why? I guess for obvious reasons. But uh, eye candy, I guess. I mean, I don't know why they were there. They had no, they were not sponsoring it, but they're there. So uh, to look at, so that's fine. But yeah, I almost had a fight with a uh, um, McGill from Iona, who I he was their only senior. He's a very good player for Iona, but he was a bit of a. a an, an asshole, yeah, yes, yes. He he's not very nice. Uh, almost starting a fight with Austin of uh, the guy's last name was Austin from the Mac. It was the Mac against the Mac, the MAAC. Uh, but that three on three tournament was great. So I would, if I could go back, I'd like to you know take that Friday off, go see the three on three tournament for a while, go see open practice at US Bank Stadium, and then you know. We could do some other... Do FanFest Monday, because we thought that would be the least lines. Yep, yep. Um, but then we also did Top Golf to, uh, on Monday, and that, that was very Sunday, because there's not a whole lot on Sunday. Right, uh, that, that was Sunday. great. Nicolette, uh, or like the tail, uh, the tip-off tailgate, it was great. I would have liked to see them open it earlier than 2 o'clock. Dumb. That would have been, been nice, but New. just all the, the amenities that they had, and people... It, it was packed, and they had multiple NCAA tournament stores uh, where merchandise kept running out that I thought, oh, maybe I should buy it, or should I not? I mean, it's, a, it's overpriced, but I think the overall, like, what you get, yeah, I mean, it, it's fine. Um, I think it's fine anyway. But uh, I thought overall, the, the experience of the Final Four 
for not knowing what to expect, you liked it. it was very good. It far exceeded my expectations. I had a wonderful time. Yeah. Um, I can't wait for it to come back again. What were your it's overall like thoughts? Marcus really liked it. Yeah. Yep. What were, what were your overall thoughts? Yeah, of... I liked it. I liked the bed I slept in. I like <laughs> the house I'm in right now. Oh, very good. Very um, good. You're welcome back anytime. Yeah, stadium. Stadium's good. Uh, the sights were good to see the basketball players. Yep. Um, it was not terrible at all. You could see what's going on very easily. You didn't have to stare at the board at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, worst part was the Saturday train. That was goddamn ridiculous. 50 minutes. That, that was, was awful. That was stupid. Yep. Besides that, everything else is good. Yeah. Um, the, the concourse areas were very packed. Fans did not like it. They, they were ridiculous. like, this is ridiculous. When, you're, when you have everyone coming in, though, at once... What the heck do you expect? And everybody's coming in on that one side because everybody's coming in from the train and, or downtown. Right. Yeah, they did. Very few people. On the other, came I guess you come in on the other side. But I don't know why you would or how how you would. Everybody comes in on that one. Everybody exits I, on the one side. I think you. Yeah, that's you can. That's I guess. Um, but nobody I, does. I do, th- but we kind of came to the realization Monday night. Like the the only reason why. Maybe people are getting funneled into the one areas because they can't open the big doors yeah, for everyone to go out because they had the curtains down. Yeah, and that was NCAA that's not decision. A problem during Vikings games. No, no. Um, so and and you have more people attending these games. The attendance for uh, the championship game was seventy two thousand or seventy seven thousand, yeah, seventy two thousand sixty or something like yeah. that. Um, so less than the semifinals, but I guess that's to be expected when. You have two teams instead of four, so fewer fan bases and, mm-hmm. and fans coming in. So, overall, uh, an outstanding Final Four, mm-hmm. a fantastic experience. Better than I thought it would be. Um, the media had some issues with food, but uh, hopefully they, and maybe like the amenities of like their workstations, but they should get over that. It's better than what they got at Russia. I the was Olympics. there. It was fine. They had, for Christ's sake. Inordinate amount of room, just extraordinary amount of room. <laughs> it, was, it was embarrassing. So, um, you know, Marcus on next week, mm-hmm. and, and, and he'll he was spending a lot of time down there, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and he can talk about everybody that he saw. Like the Super Bowl was nice, and I'm sure the Super Bowl had a lot of you know famous people. Mm-hmm. This this was you know the who's who was uh, the basketball world. I was you know, down there for what a half hour, mm-hmm. forty five minutes maybe. Mm-hmm. And I saw fucking everybody yeah, that I like wanted the, to see. Uh, Bill Walton, Greg Gumbel, Dick, Jim Dick Gray, Vitale Jack coming Pat. through the fucking thing. Yeah. And fuck. <laughs> what else can you say? It was great. Uh, so, Final Four is in the books. Uh, it will come back. I the, the, and I think what helped is also the people in and around you know the Minneapolis area, this region, being so excited that it came back. You know, coming out, you know, the numbers of, that, of just the people at the convention center, you know, at the tailgate tip-off, who weren't even going to the games, was great. Uh, every, I, you really didn't hear from a lot of fans that weren't it, like trying to get out in the stadium or trying to get in. Um, didn't really hear anything bad, so it's great. So hopefully they come back and... Uh, yeah, fantastic Final Four. I thank you again. I thank uh, my wife, Kelsey, my mom, Julie, Dad Dwayne. Yes, the, the Academy, my, my mother-in-law, Stacy, father-in-law, Todd, for helping 
uh, get this together. This is an experience of a lifetime I will never forget. This is the best sporting event I've ever attended. Yeah. And it will not be Hard topped to by anything short of me going to either, I think, the Olympics, uh, another Final Four, or the Vi- a Viking Super Bowl. I, I, I truly think... I believe, like, as big a football fan as I am, you like those college things. basketball is my... Because you didn't give favorite a shit sport. who won this thing. Like, you don't give no. a shit who wins the Super when my Bowl bracket was, my bracket was busted yeah. before that. So that helped, I think, a little bit. You take, like, oh, you know, I don't have to worry about seeing it. Maybe... That would have added, added more to it, hopefully. Yeah. Um, but, no, I, I always say that March Madness, to me, is the greatest sporting event uh, known to mankind. The rest of the world will disagree and say it's the World Cup. But wow. for three weeks, you get all sports, this excitement. Sports, yeah. Sports, fucking Christ. Uh, you get the excitement of this tournament and then to be there and just feel the energy from these different fan bases. It's, it's well, truly like we, awesome. We went out uh, for breakfast on Sunday. Sunday. Mm-hmm. And this lady, what did you talk about? Now she won, or that was Saturday. Oh, Saturday, yep. This lady. I don't yeah, know the waitress, knew. yep. I don't know if mm. you were wearing a shirt where she knew that or what, but it was... Yeah, she won her... talking about she it. She won her and, bracket challenge. Yeah, yep. And so, it, yeah, it, it brings everyone together because you like, hey, I got to follow along with my bracket. And I just think, again, the overall amenities, the festivities, and event, it's... You get three games. It's not just one. Like and with the, the concerts, we didn't even go to the concerts. Where they were those free concerts. Yep, you had to download some fun. tickets off off the app. But uh, so I hear Katy Perry. I, I I haven't heard what like how great Katy Perry was. I assume she was good. Um, but it's unlike the college football playoff, you know, championship where one it's game. just one game, or the Super Bowl. Yes, there's a lot going into it, but it's one game. This is a week long. Thing. Yes, yes. So I. Fantastic! It will be back in Minneapolis, hopefully sooner rather than later. Any other final thoughts before we... 72,000 good crowds. Last year they had about 68 in San Antonio. Okay. Apparently the record was two years ago, 77,000 in Phoenix. So Makes uh, sense. exceptional crowds. Atlanta will probably break that next year. But... I was interested to see the crowds. Like, are these like, you know, they say 60, 70,000. Like, is this mm-hmm. legitimate? It is. It is. Like, yep. the seats are full. Yes, the seats are full, so it's 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 yeah, very impressive. Um, yeah, Final Four, it's good. Um, right. My favorite thing, and uh, yeah, yeah, everything went well. We saw a lot of people, got a lot of free stuff. I got four hats. We're excited about that. Yeah, we're uh, wearing one now. A lot of pieces. Yes. So, so uh, yeah, Final Four in the books. So uh, thank you, my friend. Yes, it was, it was respect awesome. is being shown. Yes, respect. Pictures and yes. all the videos. United pursuit. Uh, the redemption tour. They will be doing this. I wonder who. Uh, I wonder who will be playing Tony Bennett in thirty years when this movie gets made. Mm, somebody that's not born yet. Probably. So, Travis Crins. I'm Nathan Sacken. You can listen to this podcast on iTunes. Just search the Sports Block. You can follow me on Twitter at Andy Stacken. Uh, Travis uh, Travis Crins on Twitter. Yes. Facebook Nathan Sacken. I have some. Uh, pictures i'm gonna keep posting pictures. pictures keep posting videos from the from the trip so make sure to check it out for that um so the 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 podcast that we did saturday up at, at the same time so obviously hopefully you listen to that one first this one second as well so for travis and nathan we'll be back next week regularly scheduled time we'll have uh, jeff lloyd the second with some nfl draft talk uh marcus traxler nhl play uh, playoff preview and also uh 
get his thoughts on the Final Four as well. So, again, for Travis, I'm Nathan. Thank you so much for listening to this week's edition of the Sports Block Podcast. Final Four was great, and we'll talk to you again next week on the next Sports Block Podcast.